Hello again. Welcome. You're listening to the Brotherhood. This is uh, ordinary conversations with ordinary Capuchin brothers, and that right there is Brother Brandon or Deacon Brandon. Yes, I am. That brother's name is Vincent Mary Carrasco, and we are in the podcast zone. The Brotherhood is in effect. It's in effect, man. And we've been. It feels like it's been a really long time, but we're happy to be back. And we got Deacon and Brandon with us in the house. Dang, bro, it feels good. We were really gone, but we're back. We're back, bro. <laughs> I mean, we're back. Yeah. Back in back in brown. Yes. Back in brown. I like that. Back in brown? Back in brown. Back in brown. If you don't know Capuchin Friars, we wear brown habits. We wear brown habits, yeah. But we we've been wearing brown, baby. We're like UPS. But better brown. What can brown do for you? Yeah, what can brown do for We can save your soul. UPS can just get you somewhere. Uh-huh. Or deliver your package. Deliver the package. We just, right. yeah. Or we or uh, the other one we got is uh, the original boys in the hood. Ooh, because we got giant capuches. We got the giant, which is the fancy word for hood. Yeah, so we got so much cool stuff, bro. We got cool stuff. We got cool habits, bro. We got the coolest weapons. With like oh the rosary, yeah. And we gotta go fist bump, you know. Yeah, you know we got the fifty beads of demon crushing power. Demon crushing. (laughs) I like that. I think that demon. You can just. Like that one picture of Mary just punching a demon in the face. Have you seen that? I know, but I saw one not too long ago that really stuck <laughs> with me. And it's like, uh, there's, I don't know, I can't remember if there was people behind praying the rosary, but it's Mary, and she's holding a cross. Oh. And like, Satan is there, and he's like, and she's about to hit him in the head, and something like, every Hail Mary is like, boom, a crucifix to Damn. the head of Satan. And I was like, oh man, yeah, I gotta... Pray that rosary. We're going to crush that. Uh, I mean, I, Let's crush yeah. that dude in the head for sure. Yeah, get, I, get behind. Get, get behind, behind Satan. Can you imagine? Bro? I hate to be Satan. You just get slapped all the time. Yeah. and Because he, you know, he, know, he knows he's going to suffer forever. Yeah. Gets a little bit of freedom to tempt us and bruise us. but And he's lost already. He's bro. destroyed. He's Amen. Destroyed. Thank you, Jesus. He's gone. Praise you, Jesus. And the lights flicker at this moment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so how you doing, man? You're, I mean, how's it feel? How's it, you know? I'm well, yeah. So Vinny is referring to my recent ordination as a Roman Catholic deacon here in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, it was November 16th. We were at uh, St. Anthony Mary Claret Parish. It was myself and uh, one Capuchin brother, Donald Rank, and six men, uh, four men from the Archdiocese of San Antonio, Texas, and we did it, man. There was a bishop, there was ordination, I was there, (laughs) and it was incredible. Yeah, what, uh, I'm still kind of, uh, I think, you know, coming off the cloud, if you will. Oh, for sure. Oh, my gosh, bro. Coming back down, trying to get my feet on the ground. I was trying to grab you, bro. (laughs) Hey, come on down. Uh, Right, man. Where you at? Where you at, bro? (laughs) I didn't see you for a while. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I don't blame you, man. That's a special cloud to be on. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um. And I, as as much as I've been working up to it for like ten years, it still kind of somehow took me by surprise that like <laughs> I don't I don't know that just now the I'm a deacon. Yeah, just the well, just the whole experience. Yeah, just Tell the, me more. Tell like me getting more. to. Uh, I mean, deacons do a lot of things. I I I think you know the teaching and preaching and mm-hmm. uh, ministry and the home visits and work with the poor, but. At least so far, and it hasn't even been a week yet, but mostly um, 
the changes that I've seen are that uh, you get the more full assistance at the holy sacrifice of the mass. So yeah, just being able to uh, like suit up, you know, put on the owl, put on the oh. put on the stole, put on the cincture, and uh, kiss the altar, say things, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Help with the uh, do deacon things, bro. Do deacon things. Yeah. That's what deacons do is deacon Dang, things. Bro. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's a big change from forty one years of attending mass to you know three times, two times now of like assisting as a deacon at mass. So oh, it's a big change. Um, but I and as sort of scary as it is, I can I get anxious and I don't know. It doesn't really feel comfortable yet because it's new. Yeah, but um, I mean, how's it look from the outside? You were there yesterday, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, like it was. Uh, well, just like the ceremony, you know, that was. Mm. It was. It was powerful, you know, to see you know, the guys I know. You mm. know what I mean, guys mm. I know on the altar and like uh, processing in, and you know, they have the, like putting on the garments and yeah, man. And I was, I was pretty lucky because I was sitting in the back. Cause I got there a little late. I don't know if they told you. Mm-hmm. So you I went to the wrong place. That's yep. Vincent Mary Carrasco, yep. everyone. <laughs> I, went, any, yeah. I went to the wrong place, and uh, I was I had one of the brothers with me, and we we're driving. You know, and I was so pumped up about like playing at the receptions. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna play at the receptions, yeah. you know. And I, and then we got to the parish, and I was like, <gasps> wait a minute, we're at the wrong parish, bro. I'm at the wrong place. So we turned around real quick, and uh, we were two nice. minutes late. You know, oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, but no, it was because I was sitting in the back first and got to see you know the introduction like the homily and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And Archbishop was like, "There's people standing, like right. I, you know, I need people to like sure. scoot over and let's, right. let's get these people well, sitting." It was, in the chair. It was scary because the Archbishop gets up to the altar for the homily, and he's very quiet. He looks around. I am very concerned, and I was like, oh, "What I got, he knows? He's like, you said this one has to leave." I'm yeah, all scared, like it's gonna be me. It's like you yeah. go. But so, uh, I was thinking that too, like, oh, like what, what happened? Right, like, yeah. What happened? Like, so he said, "There are many people standing at the back. You should find a seat. It's going to be a long mass. Yeah, it's gonna be a long mass. <laughs> Come sit yeah. down, but." Which is really beautiful. That just shows his heart and his care for people. And yeah. I mean, you can never stop people from standing because you know, I know the next time I look back there, there were people standing. Not as many mm-hmm. as at first, though. So that was really nice. And yeah, just, uh, uh, yeah, Gust- that- Bishop Gustavo is really easy to be around and he's very fatherly and grandfatherly and very careful um, right. about us and very welcoming to everybody. So mm-hmm. shout out to. The whole Diocese of San Antonio is very welcoming to religious orders, mm-hmm. and it's, it's been a great place to be and to learn and to grow. Yeah, true, man. And, there, it, like, you know, it was just nice to be at the place. Because I was sitting in the back first, you know, and then I was, like, sitting there, and I was thinking, man, I, like, I got to take some pictures, you know. So I ran to the truck, you know, got the camera, and then uh, uh, I ended up sitting in the, like, second row from the front, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like exactly. an extra seat. Yeah. You know, so that's nice about taking pictures. But uh, yeah, so I was, you know, taking pictures, snapping some pics of you guys. And mm-hmm. man, it's just like nice to see, you know, like yeah. I know these guys and <laughs> you could just tell it's a special moment. You know, and you could tell. Oh. And you, I was looking at your faces, you know, and just meditating. And uh, yeah, you could just tell. 
Like, I was looking at Donald, you know, and I could see his, like, in his oh, face, yeah. he's like, oh, man, just shredded, you could tell. Like, just God's <laughs> yeah. face is just flowing, pouring down, yeah. you know, and, uh, it, yeah, at one point, I was, like, getting a little choked up. I was like, yeah. oh, snap, my buzz, <laughs> yeah. man, my buzz, you know, no, yeah, it was dude, cool, yeah. it was cool. And it fired me up, man, honestly, yeah, and so, yeah. So, you're not the only one. Uh, who went to the wrong place first? Oh, really? Know, yeah, you know, like uh, oh, shout out to my two cousins, uh, Sarah and Christina. They went to the wrong place. Yeah, they did the same uh, thing. So. <laughs> no, <it's good. laughs> no, but um, and then I, I was there, like, because I wanted uh, Sarah to bring up the to we could have one family member to help with the procession of the, the offertory mm-hmm. to bring up the gifts. Yeah, and I wanted her to be the one. And she's like, oh, don't worry. I'll be there half an hour early. They can show me everything. It'll be no problem. And so, like, ten minutes before, and she's still not there. And you're like, where's she at? And then, like, seven minutes before, she comes in. Like, oh, you know. I went to her <laughs> Yeah, so they did the same thing. I was like, oh. And then later on, I was like, oh, I should have given you another invitation. I have a bunch of them. And she's like, we had the invitation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. I know. Uh, well, nothing I can do about that. I don't uh, know what to tell you. So, but anyways, yeah, she uh, made it in the time. I'm yeah, glad. Sarah and her sister Christina, and this okay. is the first time I actually met Christina, my other uh, cousin. And then, uh, so yeah, but they they got there on time. Of course, we had the good seats already saved for the Orden for the Ordenandi and their families. So, yeah, yeah it was really special. Cool. And then other special, uh, of course, my mom was here. Barbara, shout out to my mom. Uh, Barbara, we love you. She's actually on her way home tonight. She's in Oklahoma as we speak. Um, yeah, we do mm. love you, mom. It's great to have you here. Um, can't imagine how special it is for a mom to see one of her sons to oh yeah. to go through those things and to yeah get to this um, yeah just a further step on the on the process of life. So, and then uh, also my cousin came from Oklahoma City. And uh, his oldest son is my godson, so it's great to have the yeah. uh, Michael, uh, Mike, and his son Jack here. So they helped me put the vestment on. And then, of course, see the Capuchin brothers. There were what six, seven, seven or eight brothers in town for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from my provincial brother Mark to my novice master Frank Grinko to a couple brothers in between. The provincial council was here, so yeah, just really special to be. Just sort of surrounded in love in that way. Like I, we talked about on here earlier, but my experience of my solemn vows was just like a day of unconditional love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was very similar for this ordination. It was a okay. little, it was more intense. <laughs> like, I mean, I know vows are like super important. Like in a good way, though. Uh, yeah, oh, right. In, in a, way, like yeah. the best way possible. But right. like this ordination as a deacon was like some sort of step up of, of intensification of it's like a new way to live the vows or something um, yeah it was just really good really powerful dang um, yeah man. just to share it with the brother donald and those other four guys uh mm-hmm. shout out to ian ricardo blaine and matthew so it's great to have just those brothers that i've journeyed with now for the last uh well, we have three years of classes together and yeah. we all did our internships in different places but yeah, just really cool to to know them, and we we got to go on a retreat together to prepare for the day, and yeah, it was just it was super special. That's awesome, bro. 
But yeah, I was actually asking, I was actually trying to ask you about like uh, on Tuesday when we had the mass here at the Friary. Oh yeah, like just me like when as you, when you did, not when becoming a deacon, but you being did, a deacon. When you were, right? you yeah. gave the homily about the uh, the resurrection. And yeah, we're, seeing, we're gonna see uh, and the whole thing. We're gonna be outside. perfected. And I like the beginning when you were talking about yeah, my mom's here. I'm glad. And there's a lot of holy women in the Bible that talk about her. Holiness of a woman right. to the point of manliness or something. <laughs> right. Well, uh, so yeah, this week we've been going through the first reading. Most of the first readings have been from the book of Maccabees. And there's a famous story of the mother, and she has seven sons. Mm-hmm. And they want the seven sons, is it eat pork or offer incense? I can't remember. I think it's eat pork. They want them to eat pork as part of this uh, like festival of the pagan uh, rulers that rule their land. Uh-huh. And people that refuse are getting killed. <gasps> so they have the mother and all seven sons, and uh, the mother is just standing on like a like a cheerleader, like encouraging her sons to to be strong and don't worry about this life, and you know let's live for our traditions and our custom and everything oh, wow. that was handed on down to us from Moses. And it's uh, I forget exactly the line, but uh, she in her womanly courage was able to act manfully and exhort oh, her wow. sons or whatever like that. Yeah, that's in Maccabees. Yeah, and then uh, of course, yeah, my mom was there. There's a lot uh, of cool stuff in, in yeah. the in the uh, chapel that morning. So, wow, man. Yeah, bro, yeah, like Tuesday. Every, yeah, I mean, you gave a good homily. You know, I mean, Grant, it was what it was like six a.m. Right? Six thirty, six forty-five. By the time it was good though, yeah. it was good mass. I mean, again, it was just cool to see you up there. And, yeah. You know, give the blessing at the end. Then says, I forgot I meant to. That's right, yeah. No, it was just, yeah. It was just, yeah. I'm happy for you, so. Thanks. Yeah, it was good. great to be there. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still super nervous, like, when I'm doing it, just wearing the gear, being up there. But it was the same thing. I did my internship last year, and I got to uh, lead a communion service every other Saturday. And, like, the first ten times was just, like, like on the verge of, like, heart attack, like, oh. asthma attack, like, Nerve-wracking, anxiety, right? just crazy, yeah. And then oh, wow. after about halfway through the year, I was like, okay, I was like, I know what's happening, like, this is okay, yeah. I, I don't, Come, I'm not going to die, like, I don't have to read everything, I can preach from the heart a little bit, you know, so the, I, I know the comfort, I, I know that I... I get very anxious like the first time doing things and I know that the comfort level will come. So yeah, I've just been trying to live into that and enjoy it as much as possible and be in the moment. Nice. And share That's good, what man. I can. So. That's good. So is there any, actually, I mean, I was, when you were talking, I mean, I just thought of something because I was talking to my sister the other day and you were talking about the pork and uh, I was talking to my sister the other day and she goes like, yeah, dad wants to be a, a, a deacon. You know, wow. I my dad. Rudy? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, yeah, like, wow, like, that's great. And he's like, when do the classes start? And she's like, what? And class? She, you yeah. know, and she's like, what are you talking? And I was like, you said dad wants to be a deacon, right? And she said, no, dad wants to be a vegan. I was like, oh. I was like, oh. Yeah. A Roman Catholic yeah. vegan, right? Like, oh, Wait, okay. what? Vegan, deacon. Uh, yeah. Okay. I got it now. <laughs> Do you want to be a vegan? <laughs> He's like trying it. I don't know. I, I hope. I mean, yeah, I tried it, but it's not. Yeah, I can't do it. But I, don't know, I just thought. Of, I just. I, I. I just thought of that. So, that is funny. Yeah. 
But no, okay, so like, what about the, we can talk about maybe, because uh, I know you've, you've studied into like, for the, getting up to uh, diaconate, like preparing for it and things like that. Like, what about the diaconate uh, that was moving for you or moving for you, inspiring for you, and maybe like those guys who are like, you know, married men who are, are wanting to be deacons, discerning to be deacons, like what, what would you you know, have for them, or maybe guys who coming up on the acunate, transitional deacon, mm-hmm. or anything, you know? What's a good question? Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly still, what's the word? Learning about deacon, deacons, deaconing? Deaconing. I grew up in, uh, the diocese I grew up in, <laughs> <laughs> didn't have deacons. Mm-hmm. Didn't have like the permanent married deacons. So like I never saw one. I think in like on any kind of regular basis until I was maybe thirty or thirty one. Mm-hmm. So I sort of know about the the parts, you know, the way that they help at mass. And I learned I learned more last year in Denver from uh, Deacon Richard Vieira at Holy Family Parish in Denver, Colorado, uh, about like all the other stuff that deacons do, like the baptism, uh, the catechesis, they work with the youth, they just support the parish through their manual labor, They this deacon Richard would do painting, and he you yeah. know some other kind of just ways to support the church, and just with his presence, and his, his wife was super great, and they were in the book club, and um, it's just a, it's just like a deeper level of commitment, and the most powerful part of the ordination ceremony for me was the laying on of the hands. Mm, yeah. And I don't know if it was, it, I don't think it was my imagination because I was not, I, I wasn't really expecting anything, but like when that Bishop put his hands on my head, I like, my body was like electrified with something. Like I was like, I think he just gave me the Holy spirit. Like he, handed on something like like that's a real Damn, thing like the yeah. way that they always like in the bible you know they pass it on through the leg like, of the hands and i was like gave it to you. oh my gosh like so wow. i mean there's a real i mean the way that we often talk about it in the catholic church is this this like ontological change like that there's a change to your being but like so the holy spirit is like so much like a part of you now that it's like change this part of you to be outwardly focused in ministry and to like have these gifts of the Holy Spirit and to be able to do these official parts of the liturgy. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, I'm like speechless, bro. It's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what do you say to that? What do you, I mean, obviously you share, you know, what do you do is you, you live it, you share it, you do the best you can with it. You, Mm -hmm. you learn from it, you protect it, you share it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if any, you know, young men that thinking to be, because there's also they're 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 rare, but there's also celibate, permanent deacons. Like I know there's at least one or two in Denver, mm-hmm. in the Denver Archdiocese. The vast majority of deacons that you're going to meet are married men, mm-hmm. and it's often discerned uh, later on after the man has you know is married, is stable, has. Uh, has some kids being raised already. They don't have to be out of the house. You know, they can be young and still live around the house. But yeah, it's just a way 
to deepen that commitment and to share those gifts, um, to assist the priest, to yeah, help out around the church in a new and deeper way and also just in a sort of more official manner. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, if you're, you know, if you're in the seminary or if you're not sure if there's ever a light at the end of the tunnel. So I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been there, I've been, <laughs> I've been there like thinking that it's never going to get anywhere. And then now, boom, uh, not that I wasn't somewhere before I, you know, uh, if y'all know Brother Vinny, one of his famous quotes is like, we're friars, bro. And we'll just look at you and like, we'll look at each other and be like, man, we're and like, so like, yeah, the, we are friars. <laughs> and the light is incredible. There's so many gifts. There's so many opportunities for prayer. There's so many ways to serve. So I've been doing and living amazing things, but, the, but this is like, a, yeah, I'm kind of speechless about it. It's a new it's a new level of commitment, and it's also like a more more of a role in the liturgy, which is where, like especially added. the liturgy of the Mass, you know, and the documents of the Catholic Church say that the, the Mass, you know, is the source and summit of our Catholic faith, that mm. it's, it's where Jesus is really present in the Eucharist, and it's, just, it's where everything flows from. Everything is oriented to the liturgy, and then everything in the liturgy flows back out to go share what we've received, which is the living Jesus Christ. Yeah. So to be able to be that close, and to be able to have that sort of like official role in that, and to you know to to have had my life and my heart feel called to that for so long, and then to be here, and then to be even closer to the to the next step, God willing, of the priesthood. It's just uh, yeah, it's very humbling and it's very exciting. Nice, friend. We're friars, bro. I'm glad. We're friars. I'm glad bro. you're a friar, man. Yeah. No, I'm glad you're a, a deacon. deacon, bro. I'm a deacon, bro. What does that even mean? Yeah. So yeah, I'm learning not a vegan about deacon. I'm not a vegan. <laughs> not a vegan deacon. No. Okay. Nah. All right. So let's um, we're gonna wrap it up, but as we do, we have a little bit of a announcement. So we're doing. A drawing right now we're on Facebook so we have our Facebook page and we have a Twitter page um, and so recently we've kind of been promoting the pages and uh, we were saying you know if you like the page share it you know share it with your friends your family if you if you're listening on Apple uh, iTunes or Apple uh, go ahead and give us like a rating and comment and you know give us some nice feedback and you can reach us at thebrotherhut at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-B-R-O-T-H-E-R-H-U-T at gmail.com. But yeah, so we're giving out, we're giving, we're, we're, we're giving away a gift card, a Popeye's $20 gift card, the Raven Craven sandwich McChicken thingy from Popeye's Whoa. chicken sandwich. So I haven't tried it, have you? No, I have not. I haven't tried yeah. it. So apparently it's a nice new best thing right. ever thing out there I so don't know. $20 gift card we're giving so away so $20 gift card Sweet. we're giving away and you're gonna do the drawing bro like I'm gonna I do got, the drawing I got all so the we've got here. your name shout out to all our listeners we got your names can you hear them shaking there alright here they are so I mean this is everybody who liked the page so here it yeah. is right here thanks Drum for liking us. thanks for liking us and the winner is Sonia Heath Oh, shout out to Sonia. I know Sonia. I know Sonia. So Sonia Thanks for checking out the Brotherhood. Thanks for liking the Brotherhood. Um, We're going to send you that $20 gift card. Sonia is actually in 
Lompoc, California. Dang, Lompoc. So out there in the Nevada. Shout out, Cali. And we did, uh, yeah, we worked together at the food pantry. Nice. And Catholic Charities out there. We served a lot of people. Oh, man. I love the Golden Coast. Yeah. Golden Thanks Coast. Thanks for listening, man. Sonia. Thanks for listening, Sonia. But she's Does got she need to send us her address on thebrotherhut at gmail.com? Um, I'll reach out to you, Sonia. Okay. We'll contact you. We'll contact you. But Sonia's a great person. She's got a big heart. Very funny. Um, and she loves uh, serving Jesus Christ, serving the church. Amen. So, so things out there with Catholic Charities. That's right. Shout out to all of them. Yeah. You got any shout-outs? Any I do, time? man. I got so many shout-outs. How much time we got? Oh, go ahead, man. <laughs> no, it was a great weekend, so shout-out to all the, the family was here. Of course, my mom, my cousin Mike, his godson, my godson, his oldest son, Jack. Really appreciated having you guys here. Big piece of my heart to have that here. Shout-out to my other cousins, Sarah and Christina. Whoa! Christina, it's great to meet. Great to meet you. Um, Sarah brought all the flowers too. Yeah, Sarah uh, lives in Austin, Texas, and brought us really nice uh, decoration, yellow mums, and a Romeo and Juliet plant. I think she called it. <laughs> and a uh, little side story is uh, Christina also helped. Um, one of the things that the the instruction book for how to do the mass to ordain a deacon. It said that the deacon needed three things. Uh-huh. They need an alb, a cincture, and an amos. And the amos is like a special layer of cloth that like goes around the neck to like hide any of the secular clothing of the, oh, the undergarment. Yeah. Okay. So, but of course, as we were saying at the beginning, you know, we're the we're the brothers in brown, so we have these habits, and they have huge hoods on them. So, in order to get an amos, because if you're a religious. You don't just put the amos around your neck. You put your hood up and you put the amos over the hood. Yeah. It's like a kind of a whole thing or whatever. So I bought one, but it actually wasn't big enough to like do the trick. <laughs> so I ended up trying to make one out of a pillowcase. And anyway, so Sarah and, Chris, Sarah and Christina were here. We were talking about that. And she ended up uh, sewing the little red crosses on there for me, like oh, a needlepoint stitch. Snap. And then she sewed the, the straps on the other one. Wow. So uh, yeah, it was a big help, and it's just really cool to have that uh, to have that family connection on things that are yeah so close and Sweet, such an important man. part of the liturgy. And then to the other you know people who were at the mass and praying, just shout out to all of you. There's a lot of people here in San Antonio that came, and it's so great to see so many uh, familiar and friendly faces. And then lastly, just uh, shout out to uh, everybody who helped. With the reception, we had a sweet reception over at Our Lady of the Angels uh, Parish Hall. Mm-hmm. From the ladies in the kitchen to uh, the brothers playing music in the corner yes. to the excited cake lady to all the family to the uh, my Spanish teacher Gabby brought some uh, side dishes. <laughs> the Gracia family uh, they brought drinks. Uh, the Lopez Man. family brought drinks. Uh, the conventional Franciscans helped with the side dishes. Uh, the Rank and Berg family helped uh, purchase the cake, which was delicious. So, yeah, it was just a really, uh, a lot of support, a lot of fun, a lot of joy. And shout out to everybody's name in the sack. It's great to have so many listeners and be reaching people, at least on Facebook. Make sure you're listening. Yeah. And give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a uh, comment. We'd love to hear. (laughs) What you think, other topics, other suggestions, or if you're just along for the ride, then just keep on listening. Just keep on listening, that's right. All right, guys, thanks again, and we'll see you uh, next time on the next episode. God bless.